Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to Him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. Well, good morning and welcome to Healing Journeys Today. I'm Herman and Raquel. Hey, praise God, guys. But last week, we were sharing on Have Faith in God, Part 2. This has been a tremendous blessing to a lot of people, including ourselves. It's just been a tremendous revelation, man. I feel, again, like like we've plugged up into the power source by having faith in God. That's why we can speak to the mountains. Yeah. <clears throat> and we've been uh we've been coming from Mark 11, 22, 23, and 24, but we were really focusing on uh verse 22 because that's right. that's the answer Jesus gave Peter. You know, Peter was like, Oh Lord, look at look at the fig tree you cursed, right. just withered up and died. And Jesus was like, Look, man, have faith in God. Right. Okay. Right. That's your answer. That's the answer to supernatural power. Absolutely. Not just to the fig tree, Donna. It wasn't like, hey, Peter, if you ever want to curse a fig tree, have faith in God. Right. No, it was, it's the secret ingredient, ingredient. Yeah. to, to everything. supernatural power. Yes. In fact, yes. Amen. I may have said this last week, but if you were to ask Jesus about any miraculous thing that he did during his whole tenure here on earth, mm-hmm. He could have answered answered it with that same right. thing. Have faith in God. Yeah. That's the key. Yeah. That's the answer to, like you said, everything. Yeah. You know, he didn't go into and what we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks is just that, you know, we tend to jump right into the t- attacking of the of the the mountain. Right. Okay. Going after the mountain. Jesus didn't speak to the fig tree apart from him having faith in God. Right. That's why when he spoke to the fig tree, he spoke to the fig tree and kept it moving because he essentially knew that God was backing his declaration to the fig tree that no fruit would ever be produced from it. No one would eat from it ever again. Right. So Jesus had confidence in his words because the Father God was actually backing his words. Correct. We can have confidence when we speak to a mountain because the Father is actually backing, the faithful one is actually backing our confession of faith as we speak to the mountain. Right. The power is what we've been talking, what we what this whole thing has been established on is yes, have faith in God, but it's like a dual point that we're making Mm -hmm. have faith in God and from having faith in God the power now to speak to a mountain and the mountain respond you can always speak to a mountain right but in the mountain for the mountain to respond to you right and to move it's going to take some power and that power is going to have to be found in something other than your the strength of your speaking the Mm -hmm. strength of your speaking alone the consistency in your speaking alone, the frequency in your speaking alone is not enough power. There is not enough horsepower. <laughs> There's not enough right. uh, ability. There's not enough of whatever to actually move the mountains in our lives. 
but we've jumped oftentimes to just speaking something that we, we saw that we have authority. We saw that we can speak to something. So we jumped right into it and we never considered the one who is the power source behind our speaking. Mm-hmm. So we jumped into it and we become, and we came across people. I ministered to several people at this conference, several people who had seen our testimony right. and are just wondering like, what am I doing wrong? I've been standing, this one lady said she'd been standing for 18 years. And I just had to tell her matter of factly, you know what? I'm not trying to burst her bubble. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to be insensitive to, to what you're standing for. But it doesn't take 18 years to see the mountain move. Right. Jesus didn't confess but once to over the fig tree. Yeah. And it responded because he confessed once in faith, having faith in God. Right. So because he confessed from the place of having faith in God, it happened instantly. Right. We think that the strength of our confession is in the longevity of our confession mm-hmm. or the whatever of our confession. Right. And we have to recognize that faith in God is the power mm-hmm. to move the mountain. Right. So it doesn't matter how we set it, if we set it just right, if we, again, what verses we use, we've used, it doesn't matter if we've skipped sometimes. Oh, we, we, we were, we're supposed to confess every day, but we skipped Tuesday. Oh my gosh, is that ruined the whole, the whole formula is ruined now right. because we left out, you know, whatever. This is not a formula. Mm-hmm. And this is something that we have to recognize that God is the power source behind everything that we do. Right. And if God is missing from us speaking to the mountain, then we are speaking to the mountain in vain and we will be speaking all we want to, but the mountain is not even obligated to, to respond that's, to us. The mountain is not even programmed oh. to respond to someone who does not have faith in God because the power to move the mountain is in the faith in right. God. I mean, that that is so powerful. And it, like I said, it makes me want to go back <laughs> And just, you know, revisit every mountain that ever showed up in my life. Yeah. Um, and and come against that mountain and tell that mountain where it can go because I have faith in God. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's where my faith needed to be, yeah, you know, channeled or locked in on was his faithfulness. Right. You know, but today I was I was thinking about that and it just kind of ran through my mind as we were in the conference actually, that my ability to have faith in God is really going to be determined on my revelation of how much he loves me. We're not going into how much he loves me, but I I just wanted to mention that, you know, if if I don't know that you love me, Mm -hmm. I'm not quite sure how much I can have faith in your word. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, so the deeper your revelation goes of how much God loves you. Yes. Now is going to be the foundation for you to have faith yes. in God. Absolutely. It's a, it's it's one of those things where if and, and if you and as much as you want to believe God's word to you. Mm-hmm. As much as you want to believe in God, you will always have difficulty believing in someone who you don't believe loves you. 
Right. So you won't believe the word of someone if you don't believe that it's coming from a place of their love for you. Right. So if you don't believe that that person loves you, then no matter how sincere you are in wanting, just like with God, no matter how sincere you are mm -hmm. in wanting to believe God's word to you, right. you will have difficulty after difficulty believing his word to you if you don't fundamentally believe that he loves you because you right. can't trust. That's the whole point. You can't actually trust what he is saying to you. So you're right. Faith works by love. And we were taught for so long that that faith working by love meant our love for other people. Right. So as I love my neighbor, right. and we are supposed to love our neighbor. Sure. We are supposed to love our neighbor as ourselves. We're supposed to love our neighbor as God has loved us. We're supposed mm -hmm. all these things are true. But we got we were focused on okay as I am doing the and then you know what that can even turn into a work because now <laughs> you feel like work. now you feel yeah. like okay I gotta just love everybody and if I love everybody then God will release something to me right then God will then I'll be able to to stand and believe no it was always a revelation getting a revelation of His love for you right if you don't know that God loves you and I don't mean know up here I mean know in your heart it's a heart revelation mm -hmm. if you don't have a heart revelation not Jesus loves me this I know right but where you actually know it not sure. you just sing along to it you actually know that he loves you when you know that he loves you then then that means that even when I see circumstances in my life, that are contrary to this love that I know he has for me. Right. I'm still grounded. The Bible says in Colossians being rooted and grounded in love. We have to be firmly rooted. The, the roots have to go below the surface mm -hmm. in a revelation of his love for you so that this faith can even work. That's another component. We have to have faith in God, but we have to know that God truly loves us again not just a mental ascent but a true being it truly being rooted and grounded in this thing because then like i said when the waves come and when the winds come and when there's contrary you know circumstances that come i'm still rooted mm -hmm. in his love for me and i'm not swayed i'm not i'm not thrown off by opposing circumstances or symptoms in my body or right. something to the contrary because guess what my anchor is still in the fact that he loves me yeah. and his love for me is what is holding me down right you know that it's so interesting to me how different verses at different times in your life speak differently mm -hmm. and sometimes it depends on revelation mm -hmm. like you get revelation on on one verse of scripture and then it takes you deeper on another verse of scripture right totally and I'm, I'm sitting here listening to you about you know how important it is that we understand how much god loves us it's, yeah. it's going to have a complete a total impact on our ability to to produce results mm -hmm in this earth realm. And I was thinking of John three sixteen, for God so loved the world yeah. that he gave his only begotten son, right? Mm -hmm. If we wanna know how much God loves us, mm -hmm. we have to find out what this gift of Jesus Christ Amen. was about because he was the express 
image. Right. He was he was the he was the express image of, of God, but he was also the express image of God's love for us. Amen. Yeah. You, you know, just because you you buy someone a valuable gift, like actually, you know, whether you bought somebody a thousand dollar gift or you bought them a ten dollar gift, that doesn't necessarily mean you love them more. You know, that, that's not necessarily the case. Right. But when it comes to God yeah. and, and this gift of Jesus. Right. Because people will, will ask, well, how do I how do I find out? I want to know how much God loves me. Help, hey, Herman Rocket, help, help me understand how much God loves me. You have to ask the Holy Spirit for one. You got to right. pray in the Holy Spirit. But the question you should be asking is, why Jesus? Why did you love me with Jesus? What was it about this Jesus yeah. that reflects your love for me? Right. That right there, man, it's just like, so it's like have faith in God, but understand that God loves you. Now understand what he paid for you. Why he used Jesus? Why he didn't use, you know, an angel? Why, why didn't he use, you know, something else right. that's of value in heaven? Mm -hmm. Because there's, there's other things that are valuable mm -hmm. than heaven. Right. But there was nothing that was in heaven that he loved as much as Jesus. There and was nothing. There was nothing. What it is, is it didn't express. There was nothing that he could express his love towards us. Right. Beside Jesus. Well, Jesus was the most valuable thing that he had to give. Right. The Bible says that without Jesus was nothing made that was made. The whole world is being, was framed by Jesus. By Jesus. The whole world is being held together by Jesus. Jesus is the glue. Jesus is the brain work. Jesus is the everything for everything <laughs> that God has created. Right. So Jesus is the most valuable commodity or the most valuable trade that he could give the most right. valuable exchange, the exchange rate, you mm -hmm. could say the only thing that was comparable to, to us. And that lets you know the value that he's placed on us was Jesus. Right. The very, the very thing that is upholding all things, the very person that is upholding all matter, yeah. all, all, all the, the universes, Jesus was the was the only thing that was basically comparable in terms of exchange value for us. So what Herman's trying to say essentially is we are worth Jesus. And yeah. if you don't know what Jesus is worth, then you can't know your worth. And therefore you can't know how much God loves Amen. you. Yeah. You know, it was interesting when you were just saying it, I was, you know, because my mind thinks through you know, sport analogy a lot of times. And I was thinking about back in the early 90s when when Herschel Walker used to play for the Dallas Cowboys. And they decided that they were going to trade Herschel Walker. And, you know, whenever you have a player like that, you want to know his value. Mm -hmm. what, what is can his do? value? <laughs> what? what can I get for Herschel? Mm -hmm. And, man, Dallas built a franchise <laughs> off of this one guy. They got, like, Five first round draft picks. It was crazy. Off of this one guy. Off of this one player. And so Dallas actually built a, a, a multi-Super Bowl winning team mm. based off of this one trade. Mm. 
And I'm saying that God, God loves you so much that he was willing basically to make this trade. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Trading right. Jesus for us. Mm -hmm. It wasn't really a trade. It's not like he was getting rid of Jesus. Right. But he valued. Yeah. He's good. He valued us that he gave us Jesus. Right. Amen. Mm -hmm. There was nothing else in heaven mm. that could express his love for us. Yes. Like if, if he would have given us Michael, the archangel, mm -hmm. or, you know, or someone on, on, on that, that level, it would have fallen short of his love for us. Mm -hmm. Only Jesus could satisfy. Mm hmm his love for us. Mm -hmm. And and what I'm saying, and like I said, I, I, I want to go into that actually um, sometime soon where we actually explore the value of Jesus. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to just say that that's where you're going to find out how much he loves you. And it's going to be the foundation that you stand upon to know that I can have faith in God yes. because he loves me that much. And, and how... How far you're willing to go, right? You know That's how good. how big of a mountain are you willing to command, right? Is going to be based on how mm, how much powerful. faith you have in God. That's powerful. Which again is going to be determined by how much you know God loves you. Mm -hmm. If if it's just a little bit, you're going to speak to itty bitty mountains, right? You know. But if you know that God loves you this much, you're going to be speaking to huge mountains. And guess what? Those mountains are going to have to obey you when it's backed by your faith in God's word. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You're right. It's it's that's a good point, though, that your revelation of God's love for you will determine, mm -hmm. like you said, what you're willing to speak to. Yeah. Will determine what you actually believe that you have authority over. Mm -hmm. You're you are emboldened based on a revelation of, you know, the the love that you believe God has for you. Right. And when you don't have a revelation of that, guess what? There's just certain things that you won't do. When you're not comp when you're not totally confident in someone, there's only so much credit <laughs> you'll extend them, <laughs> right? right? Bad credit is 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 you you extend hardly any. I mean, if a person has bad credit, you extend hardly any credit line to right, them. Right. So it's almost like you you're not willing to go out on certain limbs and believe God for certain things. You're not extending God that much credit because mm -hmm. you don't actually believe him. You don't actually believe that he loves you that much. So guess what? I can't fully trust you all the way with this thing. I can't fully trust you all the way. I can't fully trust you. And again, back to speaking to the mountain, a lot of times what can happen is that when we don't fully trust the Lord, guess what? We recognize that this thing's got to be moved some sort of way. So we end up putting the, the weight on ourselves. We end up putting the the responsibility of moving this thing on ourselves. And then we oftentimes get caught up into works because instead of just knowing, Hey, my dad loves me and he's got this, he's, he's going to do it. My dad, right. my dad's going to do it. Just having confidence in your parent. You know, if your parent hasn't been a trustworthy parent, maybe you don't have confidence in your parent. 
But if your parents have been a trustworthy, have been trustworthy, maybe you have confidence. And when you when your mom says it's just like a, a a trustworthy parent and a child who knows that their parent has been trustworthy, when the mom says, you know, we're going to Disneyland, or the mom says we're going to go, I'm buying you a bike on Saturday or whatever. Mm-hmm. The kid goes around and starts saying, we're going to Disneyland Saturday. I'm getting a bike on He's Saturday. It's blue. Friends. My bike is yeah. blue. Well, where's your bike? Well, I don't have it. Well, you don't have your bike. No, I have my bike. It's blue and it's got the little stringy things coming out of the handlebars <laughs> and a little basket in the front. <laughs> that would have been your bike. That would have been my bike. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, a, a kid makes plans right. because they believe, they know, first of all, that the parent loves them. That's it. If the parent had a track record of making empty promises, of abusing them, of being wishy-washy, mm-hmm. of being sometimey. Mm-hmm. Well, I may question, I will, not may, I will question right. when that same parent turns around and tells me we're going to Disneyland. Well, I don't know if I can count on that. Yeah. And because I because you haven't really shown me that, that, you're you, trustworthy. that you're trustworthy. Yeah. But when I know that you love me, I'm making plans. I'm telling all of my friends, I am mm. making preparation because I can trust you. So I've extended that line of credit. Yeah. The maximum line of credit. And I've counted you trustworthy. Yeah. And now I can have faith in you. And now I can I'm I'm emboldened to go tell everybody in the neighborhood because I have faith in you. Right. We have not been emboldened to do any of the things that we have done. We've just done those things right. without any kind of without any kind of assurance, without any kind of um confidence yeah in anything no well here's the thing we were we were developing a false confidence right in our confession absolutely of his word well when i say of anything yes i mean of our confession yeah, we, we which means nothing nothing <laughs> <laughs> that's what i mean <laughs> no I, I knew what you meant but I, i'm i'm saying yes. that because yeah we we and we've we've mentioned this several times that we have the nerve to turn around and say, God, where are you? I've been confessing this word. I've been faithful to confess your word and, and you haven't shown up. And you your confidence is in how many times you've how many times you speak the word in a day, how many verses of scripture you yes. have memorized and, you know, how faithful you are. You know, to get up in the morning and to speak and how faithful you are to having communion. And that's where your faith, your your confidence is in what you're doing and your confidence is not in what he's done. Yeah. And, and I'm and I'm telling you, oh, man, yeah. we were so sincere. Sincerely and I know wrong. <laughs> and I know you're sincere. Many mm-hmm. of you. I mean, come on. Who who's not going to be sincere about, you know, having pain in their body? Right. You know what I mean? Right. But we we're called to walk by faith. Right. Amen. We're called to speak to mountains. Yes. But we have to have faith in God. Again, if you don't have faith in God, why are we here? Yeah. What are we doing? Right. You know, right. and so these things have to be settled in your heart. Yes. You're only going to go as far as that revelation. Right. Takes you. Yeah. And so it's really uh, it should be the, our top priority that we won. How much do you love me, God? Yeah. That's, yep. that's, that's the greatest revelation yep. you can ever have. I don't care what anybody tells you. Right. The greatest revelation Absolutely. you can ever get 
is how yes. much does God love you? Yeah. And that answer is in the gift that he gave. Yeah. That's where the answer is. Right. What what yeah. does Jesus mean in this equation? Right. That's going to give you the answer. And right. once you get that answer, now I can start speaking yeah, to mountains. Because now I know just how much I trust him. And I know just what is backing my confession now. Right. I know the love that is backing my confession. Mm -hmm. As Andrew mentioned in the conference, you know, the, how the word says that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And a lot of times we, I mean, um, not I can do all things. Um, Faith works by love. No, no, no. Um, uh, it's the verse that says, through him that loved me, um, gave himself. Um, shoot. It's not I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It's. Um, it'll come to you. It'll come to me. But anyway, it's his love for us. Mm -hmm. Why can't I think of that? Let me, let me just let me just say this. Okay, I'm going to find it. Um, I want to read it's from e Ephesians 3, um, uh, verse 17. It says that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye being rooted and, rooted and grounded in his love for, for you. you. Yes. That means you ain't moving Amen. from that position. Yeah. It says. <laughs> right. Uh, that you may be able to comprehend. So you're able to comprehend it with all the saints. Yes. What is the breadth, the length, and the depth and height. And to know the love of Christ, which passes all knowledge mm -hmm. that you might be filled with the fullness of God. Mm -hmm. You you have the ability. To, so what we're saying, you have the ability to comprehend what is the height? What is the depth? Yes. What is the width of his love? That's great news that you can actually understand this thing. You don't even understand how big that is. Yeah. That you can understand Amen. how much God loves you. That means you're going to be, you have the ability to establish a foundation that you can actually do the work yes. of Jesus. Amen. You can actually move that mountain. Yes. And again, he was not talking uh, fig uh, figuratively. You know, yes, it covers any obstacle that's in your way, but he was talking to a mountain. Yes, he and was. I don't, and I'm not saying most of yes, you maybe don't need to move a physical mountain, but he said that. Yes. Have faith in God, and you will say to this mountain, right. Right, just like I spoke to that fig tree, yes. you can speak Literal to a, you can actually speak to a mountain. Yeah. And that thing will. Get up and go jump into the ocean if you have faith in God. Yeah. This is what this is the groundwork that you're laying. Then. Yes. Amen. So that's what was rolling around in my mind mm -hmm. when I was because I haven't come off of this. Mm -hmm. See, I yeah, don't know if you've come right. off of having faith in God, yeah. but I haven't. I've been thinking about this and meditating on this. And Lord just been getting I've been getting excited mm -hmm. daily. Yeah thinking about his faith and, and i've been and i've actually been thanking him for his faithfulness yes and it's just been you know we talk about just just building that volcano yeah man just the joy of the lord has been pouring out of me because i'm saying wow lord how faithful you are yeah thank you lord 
you're just faithful and loving me. Yeah. Think about all the think about this. All of the prophetic word about Jesus was all about his love for you. Yeah. See, even that right there, that's a revelation. Right. All of the prophetic word regarding Jesus. Yes. And, and we, you know, you've heard about it before. We talked about it. Just the um the chance <laughs> of all these prophecies coming to pass was just mind popping. Right. But it was all done because of his love yeah. for you. Everything. Do you understand the gravity of that? Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. And so now when I'm looking at scripture and I see a promise over there, well, all those other words that he spoke yeah. on my behalf, get that. All the <laughs> prophetic word was spoken on your behalf. Yeah, it wasn't spoken for Jesus's sake. It was spoken for your sake. So if none of those words are going to fail, why is it going to start to fail now? Right. Why is he going to allow, you know, 1 Peter 2.24 to, to fall on its face now? Right. After he's he's gone the distance for us. Right. Man, so what I'm saying is as you're meditating on his faithfulness, just things like that just start coming to me. Yeah. You know, uh, during the uh, conference, what was he yeah, saying? Um, I don't know if it was Andrew or, or if it was uh, Jeremy. Jeremy. One of them said something. I, mean, I think it was Jeremy. He was talking about the value of Christ. Yeah. How we, we need to know how valuable Christ is. Um, or no, no, I'm sorry. It, he did say that, mm -hmm. but he was talking about the how the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead mm -hmm. dwells in us, okay. dwells in me. Okay. You got to take this thing personal. Mm -hmm. He doesn't dwell in, he does dwell in us, but right, he dwells right. in me. I, I, think I know about what it. you mean. Yeah. And so, Personalize it. and so I started thinking about that just in that moment. And I said, wow, Lord, I said, all of the energy that it takes to power the galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> all the energy that it takes to power the sun. Yes. The moon, mm -hmm. the stars, the planets. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about as big as the galaxy is, mm -hmm. which is like, I don't know how many light years. <laughs> right. Away. It's still growing. Yes, I know. All of that energy doesn't even compare yes. to the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. That power right there yeah. is more powerful than all of the energy it takes to keep, <laughs> to keep the lights on yep. in the galaxy. Yeah. That's what's on the inside of us. Yes. And my question is, why? Why do we need all that power? Yeah. What is, see, when you need power, when you, when you need power, there's something that's going to be in opposition that you'll need yes. that power to, to, to move. Mm -hmm. Right. Because if there's yes, nothing there's to move. There's opposing force. Yeah. If there's no opposing power, force, yes. then we don't need power. Exactly. So why did you mm -hmm. give me all of this power? Mm -hmm. What is coming against me mm -hmm. that I need to be not just given a, a great amount of power? Like I said, right. God could have empowered us with some other things. Mm -hmm. But why did you give me the same power that had to raise Jesus from the dead? Right. What am I supposed to do? Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
And see, and the, these are the things that start stirring up in your heart. Well, as you meditate on the word, as you meditate on the word, there are a lot of things that the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, for one, has access to your heart. Yeah. So he has access to, to, play. to, to, to planting <clears throat> things in your heart and to, to, um, to revealing things to you yeah. that maybe you've never thought of before, that maybe you know, you just bypassed, you just kind of rolled over like a speed bump mm -hmm. and moved on to the next thing. Now he has access to actually bring out certain things. Like even when I'm looking here, based on that love revelation that we, we started off talking about, right. um, having faith in God, we can't have faith in God apart from revelation of his love for us. Right. Because if we don't believe he loves us, we can't actually trust him right. to do what he right. said he would do. Right. That, I mean, that makes sense. So then from having faith in God, then we can say to a mountain, you know, anybody who has faith in God can say to the mountain, uh, be removed and be cast into the sea and shall mm -hmm. not doubt his heart. And again, I just wanted to point out the fact that the not doubting comes from you having faith in God, which comes from a revelation of his love for you. Right. So again, everything that we're saying is layered upon layered. But see how so, we're, we're digging. So so yeah. yeah. So 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 you won't doubt in your heart. But not doubting isn't something that you just pray to right. not doubt. Right. See, not doubting is something that you've been established in because you had faith in God because you know that He loves you. Mm -hmm. Again, so it's not just something you know. We come across a lot of people that say, you know, like, yeah, just pray that the Lord just gets rid of the doubt. <laughs> God's not going to get rid of the doubt. You know, it gets rid of the doubt. You meditating on, like Herman said, on Jesus's value and how how God was willing to exchange Jesus for you to, to get you. He was willing to exchange his son, his most prized possession, mm -hmm. the, the very person that the whole world is, 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 is being held together by. Right. He was willing to trade that. For you. Mm -hmm. And so when you get a revelation of these things, now you're empowered to speak to the mountain. Right. Now I can speak to the mountain. And now I won't doubt in my heart mm -hmm. because I know who's backing me. Love himself is right. backing me. Right. He doesn't just love me. He is love and he is backing me. Mm -hmm. And it says that from there that I don't doubt my heart, but I believe. Guess what? The power to believe is trusting in him is a revelation of his love for you man the power to believe guess what you don't just believe you don't just pray to believe you don't just you know believing comes by way it's just like a, a husband and wife relationship herman and i are husband and wife okay as much as i if herman if if we had a break in communication and I'm not, you know, and Herman's off doing his thing and I'm off doing my thing. And I don't really, we haven't really commun communicated or fellowshiped or anything like that. I'm going to start losing confidence in him right. because just the intimacy is broken. Mm -hmm. And with the intimacy being broken, I don't know what he's thinking. Right. I don't know where his heart is. There's a fracture there. And when we're not in the word of God, that's how we're in tune with, uh, in addition to prayer, but we're in right, tune with the, right. with, with the father through intimacy with his word. Right. And when we break that fellowship, when we break that intimacy, 
we start distrusting mm-hmm. the very one who mm-hmm. loves us. And you're speaking on to something else. We, too, we, we, start, we start distrusting the very one that loves us. Yeah. And therefore, when now this husband of mine may say he loves me, it's it's not going to mean the same thing that it would if we're being intimate with one another, if mm-hmm. we're communing and, and intimate with one another. It's going to mean something different when we are intimate with one another, as opposed to when he just says he loves me, but I don't know where he's been. He's kind of right. doing his own thing, and 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 we're not we're not close anymore. So the power to trust him mm. is in me being confident that he loves me, and my confidence that he loves me is coming from spending time with him. Yeah, no, that's if good. I don't spend time with him, I will never be close enough to him to to understand his affection for me. I'll right. never, you know what I'm saying. You don't get, you don't give me a chance to express, you know, my my love for you. Mm-hmm. If you if you're not if you're not willing to spend time with me, right? You know, I, I don't have an opportunity, right? If and, you don't, yeah, go ahead. Right. So the power to believe when it says that you would speak to the mountain and you would tell it to be removed and be cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in your heart, the power to not doubt in your heart, but believe mm-hmm. is again, in having faith in God. It comes yeah. from nothing else than having faith in God. And again, that faith in God, that confidence in God only comes because I know he loves me. If I don't know he loves me, I can't even have confidence. As much as I wanna have confidence in God, as much as I wanna believe that he loves me, as much as I wanna believe he'll come through for me. Yeah. I can't have confidence that he'll actually come through for me if I don't truly on a heart level mm-hmm. believe that he loves me. Not mental assent he loves me, right. but on a heart level believe that he loves me. If I don't on a heart level believe that God loves me, then I am not going to have faith in him. Therefore, I may speak again to mountains. I may be speaking. Mm-hmm. It doesn't it doesn't mean I won't speak to mountains. Right. There are plenty of us that have been speaking and speaking and speaking forever. Mm-hmm. But we're speaking and we're not having what we say according to verse 23. Right. That you believe you won't doubt in your heart, but you believe those things which you that um that you believe those that those things which you say shall come to pass. You'll have whatever you say. We're we're not seeing, we're not having, we're not experiencing, we're not walking, and we're not living in what we are saying. Mm-hmm. We say we believe something, but then we're not having what we're saying. So either we're saying something contrary to what we really believe, mm-hmm. or we, when we back this thing all the way up, we fundamentally are missing some steps. Yeah. We're doing the speaking. We got that part. But we have not, we have we have not been rooted and grounded in love, as Herman explained in Colossians two. Mm-hmm. We have not had faith in God. So we're just speaking. We do doubt in our heart. We don't really believe that those things that we say will come to pass. And then here's another thing: many of us are praying to God. Yeah. The verse clearly says, "Whoever shall say to this mountain." Notice that Jesus did not go to God about, about the fig, fig tree. tree. Yeah. He spoke directly to the fig tree, to the, the inanimate object. Mm-hmm. He spoke directly to the object. 
And notice how it says Jesus answered. Jesus answered the fig tree. You don't say, it doesn't say Jesus said to the fig tree. Right. It says he answered the fig tree. So the fig tree actually did some speaking of its own. When did the fig tree speak? You know, you're reading the story and you're thinking, I don't see where the fig tree actually spoke and said anything. The fig tree was saying something when it was revealing all its symptoms, mm -hmm. when it was lying to Jesus by yeah. saying, hey, here's here my leaves. leaves. Here are my leaves. And then he gets up close and then it has no fruit on Psych. it. Yeah. Here are my leaves. Psych. That's exactly what it was doing. It was psyching. It was trying to psych Jesus out. It should not have had leaves. If it wasn't the time for figs, it shouldn't have had leaves or figs. Yeah. But because it had, it showed signs of fruit. But then you get close up on it and there is no actual fruit. Mm. Okay. So the fig tree was talking to Jesus by saying, I have mm. fruit. Yeah. So Jesus turned around and answered that lie. He answered the hypocrisy of the fig tree by cursing it. Right. So the so this inanimate object had ears. It had spiritual ears. Everything has come. The Bible says mm -hmm. that the worlds were framed by words. Right. So that fig tree's framing, the origin of that fig tree was by words. So guess what? It can respond to words. Inanimate objects respond to words because it inanimate it objects came from words. Yeah. It, it, actually is everything it's came from it's words wor it's words that are holding it together yes. right everything now. is being upheld by the word so guess what that fig tree recognized authority that right. fig tree recognized the very words of life mm -hmm. that were spoken by jesus the creator of life mm -hmm. and it responded to it but jesus spoke directly to that tree yeah and many of us are saying god you know, God, this, God, that the prayers that we speak directly to God should honestly be prayers of thanksgiving. You guys, yeah, they should be prayers because guess what? Really? You don't have anything really since God has provided everything Not and maybe, and maybe man. direction and wisdom. Christ has been made into us wisdom. So Holy spirit, I don't know what the answer is in this situation. Holy spirit reveal what it is that I'm to do concerning mm -hmm. this situation, but we don't even need to be going to God about any mountain, we have been given the authority. We have been told what, what this looks like for the believing one that has faith in God. The one that has faith in God will say to the mountain, they won't say to God, you have faith in God, but you don't say to God. You have faith in God, but you say to the mountain. Right. But that would be just like a police officer running across a crime scene. You know, he, he sees the criminal. And instead of addressing the criminal, he calls the mayor's office <laughs> right, first, right? And, right? and the criminal sees you call me like, okay, watch, watch. You just wait. Um, yeah, Mr. Mayor, do I have your permission to uh, or, arrest <laughs> or can you come down here right. and arrest this guy right. for That's me? like it. Man, right. that criminal will laugh you. He, <laughs> that criminal ain't listening to you. Okay, he's gonna walk right past you right. with the loot right. <laughs> and everything. You, don't know your you will be a laughing stock. He's gonna go back and tell all his friends, as long as he's on patrol, right. you can go and do whatever you want to do. Because he got no, he doesn't know his authority. Right. Not that he didn't have authority. Right. He did. Right. He just didn't know it. Right. But you're right. Who who and and the and the and the and the sheriff would say, "What are you talking about? I have deputized your behind to handle it." Right. 
What are you calling me for? Is it okay for that I, I arrest know. this person? Yeah. Or is or will you come down and arrest? You've been made a deputy. Right. So that and you've been given the handcuffs and you've been given the gun. Right. Arrest somebody. And you're wearing the uniform. <laughs> That's right. And you got the badge. Right. And you got all of these credentials. Exactly. That 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 give you authority. Right. That puts you in authority. Even the, the criminal knows that you are the person of authority. Yeah. The criminal knows that. But you're the only one in the no, equation no. that doesn't know it. And you know what? Because the criminal knows it, he'll stop. When you say that, especially when you got your gun pointed on him, he won't stop. Right. Your authority. <laughs> the mountains, the cancers, yeah. the the high blood pressures, yeah. the whatever it is yeah. that's standing in your way yeah. that you have been yeah. given authority mm -hmm. and authorized to speak to. Remember, this power, this same power that raised Jesus from dead was given to you. Mm-hmm to speak to things, right? And you'll be able to do it, but you you just gotta, you gotta have that confidence. If you lack intimacy, there's gonna be a break in trust mm -hmm. somewhere. Mm -hmm. That's really good. If you lack intimacy with God, if you lack intimacy with his word, yeah. you'll never be able to trust his word. Mm -mm. And when you speak to something, you'll never believe that God is backing you yeah. up on that. Yeah. And so guess there what? Always be that, that mountain will laugh at you. Mm -hmm. That yeah. big tree. And, and you yourself, yeah. and the thing is, you yourself know when you're approaching something and when you really believe mm -hmm. that it's done or not. Right. You yourself know when you're kind of have your fingers crossed behind your back yeah. as you're as you're speaking to the mountain. You know what? You you have confidence when you, Raquel Hudson, walk into the bank mm -hmm. in the Herman Hudson account. <laughs> you have all the confidence going in there knowing that you have access to mm -hmm. what's in what's mm -hmm. in that account Absolutely. because of our relationship. Mm -hmm. If you didn't know the status of our relationship, right. I would Right. You, you wouldn't you may not even go in there because you That's don't want to get embarrassed. That's true. You know, you have That's to true. you have to know this relationship that you have with God and that yeah. God has with you. Right. Really. Right. That's true. In order for you to be empowered to speak That's to true. these mountains in your life. Guys, I'm telling you, you have to get this because I know there's some mountains staring at you right now. There have been mountains that you've been speaking to for years and God wants those mountains out of your way yesterday. He's already done his part. Yes. He's just waiting for you to respond in faith. But you can't respond in his faith without knowing he's faithful. Right. And having faith and, in and him. And that verse that I was thinking about, actually, I didn't even identify. I remember the, I, I, I remember while the while location. While you're saying that, I'm going to grab communion. Okay. But that verse that says... Um, I, um, that we're more than conquerors. We, a lot of times, will just say that we're more than conquerors. And that's not a complete thought. The complete thought is through him that loves us. So it's his love for you that is empowering you to be more than a conqueror. You could say it's his love for you that is empowering you to speak to a mountain, to mm -hmm. conquer the mountain. Yeah. The mountain that's in front of you, you're not just more than a conqueror. Just 
because in your own confession or in your own self, yeah. you are more than a conqueror because of his love. Everything you guys, everything that we're talking about is being backed by him in some capacity. Right. You're having faith mm -hmm. because he is faithful. Right. You're more than a conqueror because of his love for you. Everything is because of him. He's standing behind all of these things, all of these yeah, things that he says verse. we're empowered, we're empowered to do, yeah. empowered to speak to mountain, empowered to conquer, mm -hmm. empowered to go above and beyond conquering and be yeah. more than a conqueror. All of this is based on him. And this all mm. starts with us saying that. Again, speaking in the mountain, but it all starts with him. It all starts with having faith in God. He has to be, he has to be, there's faithful for me yeah. to have faith in him. He has to first love me for me to now be more than a conqueror. I am not more than a conqueror. I can't conquer anything. I can't conquer the fig tree. I can't conquer that's the true. mountain. That's in, I can't conquer anything if he doesn't love me. Yeah. And if I don't trust in his love for me. Trusting in his love for me is faith. That's another way of saying that's what faith is. Yeah. Trusting in his love for you is what faith is. Trusting in his faithfulness to his word. That's another way of saying that that's what faith is. There's so many ways to define this. We're wanting you guys to see the different angles mm -hmm. of what this faith picture looks like. Right. Trusting in God's faithfulness, believing that he is faithful is one way to approach this thing. Amen. But also recognizing just having confidence that my God who love he loves me too much to be to let me down. Mm -hmm. He loves me too much and I spent too much time with him. I know his character, I know his nature, yeah. and I know that he's got me. That's faith too. Amen. So we want you to guide there's the Bible talks about that the the, the the grace of God is manifold, the manifold grace, the manifold wisdom of God. Right. It's multifaceted, it's like a prism. You look through it in all different ways and you can kind of see see things from all kind of different ways. We want you to see this whole have faith in God thing. We want you to see faith from through all kind of different lenses. So yes, we talked about tonight the love of God. You have to know that God loves Amen. you. Amen. You have to get established huge, on that. But let's go ahead and get your communion out. And remember, you can you can get a revelation on how much he loves you through communion. Yeah. You know, again, just yeah. Look, you know all things. Yeah. There's nothing that God has hidden. Yeah. Amen. So, Father, we we remember Jesus right now. Jesus, you said Jesus. that uh, to do this in remembrance of you. you said this is my body. That was broken for you do this in remembrance of me not of you so as we partake in this right now jesus we remember the stripes you took on your back and that you did it for us and why did you do it for us because we were broken and you broke your body so that we wouldn't have to be broken anymore and so as we eat this we remind our flesh yes that you are whole Jesus, flesh man. and whole. that the debt of sin in you yes. has been paid. Yes. And we receive that right name. now in Jesus' name. Amen. And just speak to your body. Yeah. I always say declare over your body. Remind those body parts that it has to come in line speak with the stripes mountains. of Jesus. That's right. It has to come in line. It's already been provided. So it's not about how frequently you it's about the fact that he already provided it. So right. I'm just lining up with the fact that he provided Amen. it. Amen. Amen. And then he, he took the cup 
He said, this is the cup. This is the, the, the cup of the new covenant. This is a new covenant. Yeah. This isn't a covenant that reminds you of your sin because you need a savior. Right. That's not what this covenant is about. Right. This covenant was the fulfillment yes. of the old covenant yes. in you. Remember, yeah. this covenant didn't get fulfilled until it got inside of a man. Yep. When Jesus died for the you, righteousness of the it, law. It, this thing, this thing wasn't brought to a, a, a state of fulfillment yes. until it got inside of the. That was the whole point. Exactly. The whole point was that his spirit would come and dwell in us. Right. And his spirit couldn't come and dwell in us until we were we fulfilled the law. So Romans 8 goes into that, that the righteous requirement of the law is now fulfilled in us. Amen. So we've been credited Mm-hmm. With having fulfilled the law. Jesus was the only one that could do it. But the father has accounted his fulfillment of the law to us. Amen. And we receive of every benefit, every provision mm-hmm. of being righteous, of mm-hmm. having been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Everything mm-hmm. that is right about Jesus is right about us. Mm. That's another revelation. Thank you. That's another layer yes. to add Amen. to your confidence that Amen. it has nothing to do with uh, your work, right? Um, you know all the targets you missed. Right. <laughs> it has nothing to do with that. Your confidence comes from the fact that Jesus hit all the targets. Amen. He he yes. did all the right things, all of them. Yeah. <laughs> and now you get to live the rest of your life based off of his accomplishments. Yes. Amen. Amen. So we're gonna go ahead and receive. Amen, guys. Well, look, we believe that this broadcast has been a blessing to you and that it fell on fertile soil. Yes. That was something I really (laughs) what they were they were teaching on at this conference that you have to have a fertile heart. So the word of God. No, no, we don't do it. No, really quick. You guys, if you can literally just trust us on this, if you can order the conference. Go Orlando to, to awmi.net. It will change your life. Yeah, Andrew and good. Jeremy Pearsons, honestly, they great. were on a whole nother something. It was great. And you would be tremendously blessed. It would change yeah. your life. Awmi.net. Go to or call the ministry or something. 719-635-1111. Tell them that you want the Orlando Gospel Truth Conference. The Orlando GTC with Jeremy Pearsons and Andrew Womack. You want that one. You want the whole thing. And you know what? Here's the deal. And it'll bless you. And if if you're thinking to yourself right now, I don't have the money for that. I know that's probably going to cost like $50, $60. You can call the ministry. They will send you one of the DVDs free. Each week, I think. Each week, you wind up getting them. But I'm just saying, don't let money stand in your way. That's something that God gave Andrew. He will not allow... Yeah. or the lack of money to prevent you from hearing the gospel. Yeah. So call them, go online and take yeah. advantage of that. We love you guys and we'll see you mountain movers next week. Amen. Love Bye. you. We hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching. Thank you for listening to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. And don't forget, you can find us live on Facebook and YouTube seven days a week. If you would like to donate, please go to www.healingjourneystoday.com. Isaiah 53.5 says, And by His stripes, we are healed. God bless you.